I'm Scott Blakeman, getting through this in Indian Wells, California. And I'm Tom Saunders. After my first full day in Boise, Idaho, well, I've been hanging out with my brother John and his wife. They used to live in San Jose, California, but they visited Boise one day and decided to move here and now have a house in a nearby suburb. I could only wonder what it was that made him take such a drastic sudden action as to move from San Jose, California to Boise, Idaho after just visiting and in one day buying a house. Last night, Scotty, I got it. I got why my brother John fell in love with Boise, Idaho. And Scotty, it's the street life. There are streets with no cars, just beautiful brick sidewalks and nothing but outdoor restaurants as far as the eye can see, filled with happy eaters. Bars are open to the street. Far more people are in the street at night, evening, walking around Boise than in the much bigger city of Seattle, Scotty. Happy people, maskless people. And there's an alley where they've turned into a wonderland of art. Scotty, I pray my words will do all this justice. Well, your words doing more than justice, if that's even possible. Uh, maybe that can make up for the times that justice is not done. You've gone beyond, <laughs> Tommy. And truly, your breathtaking report of life in Boise leaves me breathless, literally, and kind of figuratively too, if it's possible to be both. And your account is uh, so compelling, I just started Googling Indian Wells to Boise train fares, but discovered, alas, no such mode of travel exists between these two cities. But I would like to go on record to declare my travels will someday soon take me to Boise, and I will have you to thank, Tommy. Wow, Scotty. <laughs> that's that's a pretty big honor that to think that I actually had something to do with with another person's decision to go to Boise, Idaho. Well, I have to tell you, though, uh, the weather has been perfect and it isn't always my brother. Why my brother's wife, Karen, says that Boise is windy and she doesn't like that. But as far as the quality of life in other respects, Boise is sort of like time travel. Scotty, imagine once New York, now a city of 10 million people, once New York was a fresh new town of 200,000 to, to 200,000 people full of hope and happy to take on an unlimited future. Once Seattle only had 200,000 people and surely it too was clean, healthy and safe. But but no more. Seattle was sullen when I got there and very few people were on the sidewalk and sometimes there was nobody for blocks. But here in Boise, Boise sometimes seems like a perpetual block party, Scotty. Well, Tommy, you really are talking of the city of the future that is here now and the beauty of Boise. And by the way, who would ever funk it, as they say, with two sophisticated people like you and I be raving about Boise? It almost sounds like a 20 years ago, a punchline, much in the manner of Peoria, which, you know, like, oh, yeah, where are you going to Boise? And yet it is a place that I aspire to. Yes. Not mock in any no. sense of the word. No, 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 no. No, you must aspire to it. Now, it, the, the key here is that it's a kind of a fresh new place you know, and, and there's not too much traffic. But there's a big state capital. And what I love about it is that there's, there's all the, and by the way, I always love state capital buildings. They're always impressive to me. I, I, as a kid, I would always be so excited to see a state capital dome. Yeah. And, and some are better than others if you go on, online. Uh, and this is, uh, uh, there's- They, they all have they domes of, though, don't they? They don't all have, uh, like sometimes they're just skyscrapers like in, uh, in um, Nebraska. 
You know, yeah, they, see, I think we should just going to go on record and saying I think all state capitals should have the dome, and if they don't, they have to reapply for statehood. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking if they don't have a dome, are, are there state laws? Do they even? Um, hold any sway I, I think you've just hit on it tommy i mean surely they legislate as if they do have some power but i think maybe you and i need to visit some of these so hopefully they're red states and we could reverse the horrible uh, the laws they've been enacting telling them you have no power you don't have a dome no power and and, and there are several states that are domeless and yeah. and these are the states that um you know i mean you could call them states of shame but I, I, the people there, they don't know that they live in domeless states often. And, and they, they have no they, they just think they live in Hawaii, for example. I don't think Hawaii yeah. has a as a dome capital. And definitely, as I say, and I uh, 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 neither does Nebraska, I don't think. Yeah. And Boise is not, as you say, the capital, which is uh, no Boise is, I believe, the capital. Oh, it is the capital, because frankly, I would I can't even think but of it, another town in Idaho except Coeur d'Alene, which yeah. is more of a residential that's uh, right. It's enclave. more, yeah, vacation spot. Yeah. But no, this is the state capitol, and you can I can walk to the state capitol building. Very impressive. I mean, it's just it's the only building where you can afford to have a dome. Like, like you, you know, when you <laughs> once you put a dome on it, uh, on a building, you're never going to be able to to add more more uh, floor space. Not no, and dome. also, oh, forget about utilities. Oh my you, god! You try to heat and cool and and a, a dome. dome. You know, it used to be very popular, but if, like, for example, I'm in a gorgeous community now here in California, and uh, no domed homes. Even <laughs> as beautiful as it is, the magnificent these homes are, none are domed because they're it's just it, too uh, prohibitive. Heat. They're, yeah, but they're very, very impressive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then some uh, religion. The greatest domed home there. of all yeah. is the Taj Mahal. And yes, that is, probably. Uh, doesn't Bob Hope have a dome thing in Toluca Lake? Or, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I, he might. The Taj Mahal, yeah. though, what, it is the ultimate in domed yeah. dwelling, but it is, as you say, impossible to heat. So the guy had to turn it into a tourist attraction. <laughs> and, thank, yeah. and a lot of people come now, so yeah. he, he yeah. ironically can pay his bills. Yeah, yeah, right. uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of but, uh, homeowners. You know, we, without realizing, give tips for homeowners. Uh, and, and to those who do have a domed house, because at one time it was considered de rigueur, you know, very popular. And then now they pay the price literally. But Tommy, Boise. And again, I really did feel like I just have to go there. And you say there are young people in outdoor bars. Now, I must say, Tommy, a few months ago, the Tom Saunders of last year of 2020 might have feared that and said, who are these uh, people now partying and maskless? But now we're in a different time where yeah, we different praise time. it and exult in it. You actually feel like you are going back in time in a way because it's, it almost does feel like a time, you know, when America was new and fresh and people, there's a lot of smiling and friendly people always, you know, wanting to talk, although they really don't like people from California or Washington State oh, or Oregon moving in here. Oh, well, that, really, I, yeah, that I understand. I mean, because it's there. Yeah. You know, they wanted to go way over the 200,000 mark. Uh, and actually, it does seem limited. Uh, I mean, also, it does seem like uh, development is limited in a way from what you tell me. It seems uh, you don't have giant blocks of high rises. and, and No, you that. don't. And, well, they only have 200,000 people. I mean, that's right. that you, you just have those sort of those mid rises, like maybe a 10 or 12 story building will really stick out in a town like this. And, and, yeah. But it has a little bit of a skyline and and it's got mountains around it and and, and it's got a, a, a very 
a, a fairly decent collection of old buildings mixed in with new architecture. So it's fun. It's fun to walk around and spot some old stuff. And but you just get the sense of cleanness and safeness that yeah, yeah, it and, feels and, and like from another era. And it's natural time. and the health, and I'm sure the air is fresh. Oh, everybody and... drives SUV, all-wheel drive SUVs because they go out into the into the natural country, and which I did with my brother John. Now, did I tell you about the, my... Uh... You mentioned your kayak trip, which uh, and I regaled I... our listeners on an earlier episode where I was on a first date in Manhattan yes. and went into the Hudson... Well, I didn't go into the Hudson River, but the kayaking was in the Hudson River. And I just thought, oh, this would be a nice, relaxed thing. Look at Bonnie. <laughs> we were in separate kayaks. I looked up. She was already at the George Washington Bridge, almost miles away. It turned out later, without telling me, she was a champion kayaker from Colorado. I, on the other hand, went backwards towards the pier while everybody else well, was well, Scotty, forward. We, we cherish this story because it, yeah. it is the, the ultimate in ba- a, a bad date story. Yes. And, and, and fortunately, in this case, this wasn't a date. It was just my brother and me. Yeah. And, and you're and, sharing a kayak. And we were sharing a kayak. Now, right. once you, sh- that's what you should have done is shared yeah. a kayak, the individual kayaking. Uh, that's uh, what did me under. I should have said, where's our kayak? Yes. She would have done her champion kayaking. I would have, you know, just looked, you know, uh, just sat there politely and we would have been great instead. And you I, might I, be, in fact, she might uh, be on the other end, uh, on the other line to this day, you know, and you're married and you're probably. The whole thing, we'd be joking about it. Boy, yeah, good thing I didn't get my. It, but, but yeah, I was like, good thing I didn't get my own. Uh, good thing I didn't get my own kayak. We wouldn't have been married, and yet we were. So, but I'm gonna just say right now, I don't think we would have been right for each other. I don't think, I think so. It was a, that was a good thing. I don't think so, and I'll tell you why. I don't think yeah. anybody who, uh, you know, it, she was a a, a a champion kayaker. She says, "Let's go on a kayaking date in the Hudson River of all yeah. places," and and uh, and she kayak and, and and doesn't tell you. Oh, by the way. I'm going to outrow you and make you feel ridiculous. <laughs> and, and, right. And now, that should have been a little, didn't that be a big speech? It could have been an aside going, oh, this is me fun. Yeah, let me just a quick heads up. I'm, a, I'm one of the top the kayakers in the world, and you're probably not. But don't let that, I'm not going to judge you any less. Instead, she did, didn't say it and did judge me. And did judge you. And she yeah. did not, there was no second date. No second date. Involved. And I knew it. I didn't even have to be told. And also, I had spent so much time picking out an outfit for the kayak and what are you supposed to wear? And, but again, it was a cautionary What did tale. you wear? I, well, I think I, 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 don't, I think I bought special waterproof clothing. <laughs> and I, I mean, I went down a list. That means you, you I cared from a life of being with someone I shouldn't have been. No, absolutely, uh, absolutely true. Whereas uh, in my case, just yesterday, yes. I kayaked. Uh, for a lot of it, was, in, a, in a sense, there was some element of what you're talking about because my brother John does this. He, he first of all, he works out. He lifts weights. Big well, he was weights. a uh, he was a paratrooper. Forces, he was a guy, Vietnam yeah. veteran. Yeah. He he he's he lifts weight. He gets up. He does, he's in excellent shape. He a massive way. He puts on this vest, this weighted vest. I, I even trying to put it on myself, I almost strangled myself. Yeah. It's it, it, it's a weighted. Imagine a vest filled with weights, Scotty. Well, I can't uh, uh, even uh, to uh, me a vest with a vest without weights feels like it has weights. <laughs> so imagine one with actual weights. This is but, a vest vest yeah. that actually, if you put it on wrong, it can strangle you because it it, it, yeah. it tugs back against your neck. 
of the weight in the back. It's, yeah, it, no, that's it's true, Tommy. And, 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 uh, and uh, so and, you're there directly from Boise, and, and it's amazing. Uh, our transmission. Can you hear me still, Tommy? Uh, uh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, so there's a little break up there because this is live podcasting. Uh, we're not in a studio, and uh, are you, uh, Scotty? Can you hear me now? I can hear you perfectly. Yes. Okay. Did you hear my uh, my uh, comment about my brother wearing a a vest? Oh with yes, weight? that I covered it totally, and, and it's uh, now also he has quite a background. So did he pretty much steer or do whatever you have to do to make the kayak move? Uh, or yes, yes. To- now let's let's not get. The, our, our listeners confused when he when I put on that vest of weights I didn't I didn't I didn't then get in a kayak that would have been the opposite the worst thing to do the vest of weights is something that he wears in his gym uh, while he's doing this stair climbing episode oh I'm so uh, glad exercise. you pointed that out because you know a lot of times we get you know kayakers or other active uh, you know yeah. and they listen to us Take yes. notes, and they're right. Some of them may now, and I hope it's not true. Running off to the lake, going, "Oh, the best way to do kayaking now is with weighted vests." So <laughs> we're calling them back. All those who are rushing no. to kayak weighted vests—that's not what you should do. No, in fact, what I had to wear and what what my brother wore on the kayak was a life vest, which is ah. exactly the opposite. It's a vest that's lightweight and can float, but a weighted vest that you wear for exercise purposes in your gym. If, if you, by mistake, uh, 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 wear it in a kayak, A, the kayak itself could sink, but if you fall over, you'll go right to the oh, bottom. So it's really it's the exactly opposite. exactly the wrong thing. Scotty, we, the hit polar opposite. Yeah. Yeah. we hit on something so amazing. And we're not yeah. outdoorsmen, but what no. we are doing is invaluable for people who are outdoors people. Oh, exactly. We should be on the cover of Field and Stream, and I'm sure we will. I'm uh, sure not, we will not be. guns and ammo, though. I no, can't. no, we don't want. And we eschew that. And if they ask us to appear on guns and ammo, we will request no, or we would be wearing masks at the time. But, <laughs> right, and but, or we get but, to, we make a gun control statement. That'll yes. be our the uh, demand. But field and stream yeah. definitely because we just saved a bunch of lives. Uh, any pod, any podcast listener right now who had any thoughts of wearing a weighted vest uh, 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 that you're, uh, by the way, those things are really massively heavy and difficult, as I say, to put on and to take off. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not kidding. And you put this on, it is the worst item of clothing. And Scotty, you are a, a clothing expert. I, I would consider you one of, the, one of the four or five most knowledgeable people about clothing. <laughs> uh, uh, and... Always uh, learning. You never stop learning. That's you what never I, stop learning. Yeah. Uh, 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 wouldn't you say, wouldn't you agree with me that uh, yeah, uh, while it may look fashionable, you may feel cool in your weighted vest. Well, when you step into that kayak, you're going to you're going to wish you had worn a, a normal, puffy, life saving vest. Oh, exactly. Exactly. It's the polar opposite. But, you know, Tommy, sadly, we do have some type A people, multitaskers. And it's like, yeah, well, I like to kind of work on my abs and my something and then as i'm kayaking let me wear the weighted vest no, and lifting weights while lifting they kayak. weight yeah it's not enough just to kayak to those people no we can't emphasize enough and please if you have and look some people will carry as your brother does uh, a weighted vest and a life-saving vest so i would suggest mark them maybe get different colors Keep them in different areas because you, you're running out of the house. You grab it. You don't want to grab the wrong one. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, one good thing about that particular problem is that if you lift up, uh, if you are running out of the house, you need to grab your, your uh, life vest and instead you grab the weighted vest, you'll know it. 
Exactly. You, yeah. You will, you will feel a difference. And, and this is important to, uh, for the, the neophytes who are thinking of going out into the great outdoors but don't know anything about it. Um, you will feel when you pick up a, a, a life-preserving vest or any kind of life preserver, they tend to be lightweight, but a leaded weight vest, you can tell because it tugs at your fingers. Oh, and it's a constrained muscles. And by the way, strange WP, WPA style poster for it. Feel the difference. Yes. Know which vest to take when you go <laughs> kayaking. And, you know, you'll see the kayak and that giant face and the weights. And, uh, you know, I think that's the key. Because uh, I would think we just need all WPA posters for everything. Yeah, uh, I, I think this is, in a way, our podcast is an audio WPA poster. Yes. It's, it, uh, um, that's what I'm getting from Well, it. it's stylish. It's helpful. Yes. And all and, of those things. WPA people just uh, a thousand not years from now know what that is. But some of the people now today might not know that yes. WPA is work. What was it? Work something, uh, work, something. Work. And now I'm blanking on it. Pro, the work from progress program. Program. Anyway, it was a, a depression era yeah. uh, FDR inspired program of getting people back to work during the depression. And they would have all these uplifting posters. And Scotty and I, I think you and I both ha uh, are drawn to the, to the positive message of these WPA posters of, of optimism. And don't wear a leaded sweater, <laughs> wear a, a, a leaded uh, vest. Yes. Uh, vet, thank you, vest. Yeah, yeah. And, and clean teeth and just, you know, and, and everything. It's, it's, and it's not. You know, do it's, have it's, clean teeth. Yeah, it's very helpful, all these things. I think they hope it comes back. Well, actually, I think in, I did see in New York City, they were thinking of having sort of a job core like that and artists and all that. But but tell me again, so you kayak, so that's incredible. And it, I think it's a beautiful story, a, a Hallmark movie you just sketched out, you and your brother reconnecting. And Oh, it sense, was very, Scotty, yeah. it was emotional because yeah. I, there were a lot of things I wanted to talk about that were... Uh, that um, were of a personal nature. And, and we yep. also gossiped about family members as well. And it really was that sort of connecting river runs through it kind of a family, uh, um, you know, uh, bonding time. And, yeah. and, and we need that. I need it right now. I am so in need of that sort of well, reaching and, out and yeah. making contact. I called a cousin I've never called. I'm going to see him tomorrow. And another that's incredible, cousin. Tommy. And I mean, that's important anytime, especially after this last 14 months to be doing this. It's the yes. polar opposite of what you went through for 14 months of being alone in your home. Alone, and, Scotty. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. For 14 well, of course, months. with your wonderful cat, Oliver. Well, my cat, Oliver. Yes. Only Oliver, who now must be wondering where I am. But, yes. Um, yes. But he, I, you know what? I think for those, because we want to get our cat lovers to get sad. I think part of Oliver being a cat is going, why aren't you here right now? And I demand it. But part of him is going, yes, my human deserves to be connecting with family. We, we like to think that, but Oliver's yeah. selfish and he probably isn't thinking that. <laughs> and but I think, you that, on occasion. I, I think yeah. that right now, uh, sh uh, no, he, he's got somebody, to, he's got, my, my wife is taking care of Oliver. And, oh, good. But, but, and, I, and, 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 but apparently though, he's really missing yeah. me and I'm, I'm yeah, glad of course. Of that. I, and your, your wife is wonderful. She is. She does oh, not she speak to him. Oliver the same way you do. Uh, nah, you not the about... same, not as no. good. I got really close to Oliver in a way that I don't think, and I know how to talk to her. And well, that's the thing we've Oliver... talked about that. Yes, you know cat speak. Oliver taught you. One of the, if, recap again, the, the couple of the major things. You say one, uh, don't interrupt the cat ever. Never. And let them start the conversation. Let and... them start the conversation and repeat what they say. They love that. 
uh, repeat it as much as you can, and then they start to be creative and give you more, like, you know, and they want you to repeat it. Yeah, instead of find yourself talking to them. Yeah, yeah. Instead of what I might do, or maybe your wife might tend to was like, oh, look, I'll be so cute. Oh, you. Then they don't have to get a word in edgewise. They they cannot get a word in edgewise, and that's what Cece does. I can't, I can't uh, educate her to not be that. It's almost like this sort of basic human response. Oh, what did you do? And the cat's going, <laughs> and, you're, and, and, and she just talks right over him. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yeah, it'd be as if a human were asking like questions going, how do I get to the uh, stadium? And you just kept going, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, 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 <laughs> and then I'm not, I'd like to just know how do I get there. So, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, ima- right. Imagine you're a tourist and, 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 and the person you ask for directions thinks you're so cute. <laughs> that all they can do is tell you how cute you are and you just want direction. Scotty, that's a brilliant, brilliant analogy. Well, I think we'll work that into one of our books and, 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 and other things. And, but Tommy is exciting. So uh, now, is, now Idaho is, again, I hate to even bring this up, but I guess it's sort of a, considered a red state or whatever, but you felt this just, everyone was welcoming and happy. Yeah. And, but here's the thing about it. Yeah. I, do, I, I do think that Idahoans do not want me to move to uh, Boise, particularly in general. If you told them and said, yeah. do, do you want Tom Saunders uh, uh, to move from, in, in, get, get, in, from California? They would say, no, no, no. And uh, maybe one oddball or maybe one of my relatives might say yes. Well, you would hope you get the family vote. Yeah, I hope the family would, you know, because yeah. I've got a number of. Number but I could see votes. that, Tommy, in the movie, at the end, you lose by one vote. <laughs> and you go, well, at least I, you know, and you get together the family. Uh, well, at least I got everyone in my family to vote for me. And you pan the room and you look over at one of them. And one of them. And all you have away. to know is that. And who is it? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. By so, one vote. Oh, what a drama. So. Well, I mean, we can thank, be thankful that people cannot vote on whether or not you get to move into a city. But yeah. uh, at the same time, I'm sure Boise wishes they could vote. And you're right. That would be the scenario, the dramatic scenario where I'm betrayed by one of my own family members. They vote against my ability to come into the city. Scotty, a brilliant, brilliant Boise movie. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm trying to live in Boise, something like that. Maybe call it yeah. something like that. Yeah. Well, it could be a 40s thing, you know, let me live in Boise. Let me uh, live in Boise. <laughs> you know, and uh, a stirring tale. And uh, yes, yeah. coming soon. Let me, let me gay romp. Let me live One in Boise. One man's effort to, to, to make, for, to let Boise, let him move in from yes. California, you know, just boldly, you know, and eventually, you know, after all the brickbats are thrown. By the way, what is a brickbat? Um, yeah, I, I, that's one of those I have no idea. And, and that I have to say, I've never used that expression because I don't have <laughs> any idea what it is. the first time I ever used it. Yeah. Brick bats. Heard of it. And Tommy, I also, know. this is a familiar theme of ours, movie theme. There's, of course, the one about the, losing my one vote and your family was the one vote. Or they don't want you and you stand up on a little pedestal somewhere in, on Main Street in Boise <laughs> and you speak. Can I have your attention, please? Look at you. I want to hear a guy from California. You know, and then yeah. I thought he was him. gone. Didn't we? Didn't we get? <laughs> didn't we uh, kick him out of town? Yeah. What's he doing here? Yeah. And then there's one woman going. I don't, well, let him speak. It's the only fair way. And all right. <laughs> she's you know, not, not really to, happy about it. But no. She but she's a fair. You know, she's a yeah. librarian. Uh, and then you start, and they're not really buying it. But then you somehow catch on and going. I'm maybe I don't know. Didn't Boise just start with one person? And they go. Hmm. And then they settle down and I'm that one person. And then, Tommy, the one clap. 
And then wow. that goes to two to three and then the whole crowd and, and you're welcome crowd. to Boise. And they realize, yeah, welcome to Boise. And then they say, but he's the last Californian and after him, no <laughs> That's more. That's it. We're closing the door. We're yeah. closing it down. It's an allegory. It's, <laughs> you know, and Rod Serling would have had a field day. Oh my gosh. Thing. Well, it is kind of this, this sort of otherworldly place where, by the way, there's no weed. It's not legal. Oh. And a lot of the... Um, uh, like there's some Western counties. I just heard, found out about this in Oregon that want to break off from Oregon. This oh, yes, I read that. Rural rural Oregon wants to secede from the other and, party. And, and join Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> they, and, and, uh, and, 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 you know, Idaho is, it's, it's a whole alternate universe here. It's, you know, just, uh, but, but uh, uh, you know, where, where there's no, it's, it, it is more conservative. Uh, but, but Boise is probably a Boise faster is much maybe more. Above. Yeah, it's much, yeah. it's very like I just heard. There's a lot of sophisticated people in Boise, according yeah. to Karen, my brother's wife, who lives here, and she's not totally sold on Boise. I can tell. She she always, you know, couches her. You know, she doesn't like the wind. I guess she yeah. She, she, she prefers more more left wing politics. Boise's not as lefty at right. all. As, but I look uh, at it, look at everything else as I think there was just a comedy festival in Boise last week. Someone posted on Facebook. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think that uh, it would be nice to get past even the politics. It just sounds like they're wondering. And, you, you know, that's like there's many brewery. I like about it. Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah. I, I don't get the sense of a very political place. I think that's no. the thing. It's not yeah. that it's that it's, you know, some sort of redneck paradise at all. Although no, no, is, no. And they're not waving flags and everything it's just no, no, no. nice people it's, having a good time living life and it's just this and it's very and actually it does have a feeling of a progressive city and the and and the and, and that's because of these this great artwork alley and these all these great these truly inviting places to eat uh, and drink and that are outside so that Get, that's what makes a city feel welcoming. Oh, absolutely. And it makes a city feel progressive. I, I imagine they have a great happy hour. And I say that not just for drinks, but I remember when I was in Oregon, they just go beyond just the uh, happy hour drink prices, but food prices are lower. And I think that's this extra step that makes you feel even happier. Yeah, you're so right, Scotty. I, I, I think they really take the happy hour very seriously here. And, and, uh, uh, but in general, I, I, I got to say, I'm I'm uh, I find it thrilling, even though kayaking is not my it's you know, I'm just the, the problem with kayaking is just lifting the kayak uh, uh, up and putting it on to, you know, you carry the kayak around the roof on the roof of your car. Scotty, oh, that's, if you yeah. ever now, you know, you're not you're not big on driving, as you no. said, but imagine affixing a boat to a roof of a car to make sure that it doesn't fall off while you're driving. Have, have you it ever would, done could that? Never, would never do it because even I would never know that I did it correctly <laughs> no. and I just wouldn't leave. You never? Yeah, because I just, how do you know? It's not like it clicks in. Okay, you know, like an alarm goes off. Totally in. It's perfect. No, it's like, I, yeah, I think it's all right. But yeah, no, yeah, the fear of flying yeah. off. And, and, and did you tie that night, you know, that, that knot right? And did you winch it? And, and, and I mean, it, it, the, most of the time is spent kayaking. It's spent putting the kayak up on the roof of the car and, and, and securing it. And there's this whole system, this, this levered system, of, and it's heavy. And you push mm. it up and you tie it. And then, 
and 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 fix these other straps to it once you manage to get it up and it you really have to push i've never wor- used my muscles more than than in boise idaho and yeah. then you drive and then once you get to the lake you take it down and undo all those knots and and undo all those straps and and then carry it down to the to the shore and then find oh this is a little bit too high let's go over to this other dock and Scotty, this thing is heavy. You're carrying a yeah, boat. And then and you haven't even started your ride. Your trip you haven't yet. And even then, started. And then once you put in the water, it's not easy to do the paddling and then steering. No, and, no, no. no. You're, you're pad- and, and honestly, uh, my brother did the paddling and the steering. And so it was, a, it, it, uh, and I did paddling too. But he just said, you know, you paddle when you want to. And, and we're able to talk. And we were kind of the only people in the, in the lake. And it was a big lake. And it was absolutely beautiful. Mm. And and uh, you know, I think really I would just... say the kayak is probably the easiest of the ship vessels. I mean, a canoe is on your knees, very difficult. Yeah. Rowboats, I find, it I can never figure Canoes, it out. Yeah. It's it's too giant. The oars, a kayak. If you're going to pick one, it seems yeah. the easiest, but it's not easy, as you say. No, it's not, and it isn't. And 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 of course, they say you can roll over in the kayak and roll right. back up. You can't yeah. sink, but. Um, all your, 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 everything falls out of your pockets. You know, I had no, I, I just wearing normal street clothes too. I was like, what am I doing with shoes and socks? And, and, but you know what? I didn't get wet. It was, well, it, yeah. it, it, it was a miracle, but getting also getting into the kayak once you're, yeah. once it's in the water and making sure you don't fall over. In the oh water, yeah. So it's many like getting out of a ski uh, lift. It's, it's, uh, yes. it's diabolically yeah, difficult. Perilous. So many things that could go wrong and balancing it. And, you know, you're in, and but taught me this out. Now, this is also, by the way, on your hectic trip, we're uh, into day, uh, well, you left May 22nd, but you do have like uh, four nights, I believe, is it three or four nights and uh, they're there until uh, for another couple more days. So does it yeah. feel good to kind of, you know, chill, as they say, and kick yeah. back and uh, yeah. get off the road for a while? Well, I, I got to say, it really does feel like, uh, yeah, it, it is kind of nice to just sort of kick back and, and, and you know, visit visit family and, and friends and then yeah, and your graduated this. niece have you been able to uh, great i haven't niece? seen her at all well um, she's in the yet. throes of all this wonderful high school uh, uh celebrations and i'm sure graduation but i'm sure you and she graduated from boise high school is that what it's called i guess so i love that i mean i, I look i went to abraham lincoln high school i'm thankful for that in brooklyn but my second choice would have been boise high school <laughs> I mean, it's not wouldn't be convenient to Brooklyn. No, but no. I, and, and your parents probably were like, "Oh, are you sure you don't want Brooklyn?" Uh, you know, it's, it's so much clothes you could take one city bus in ten <laughs> minutes. I know. No. I like. Uh, I hear they have a very good uh, something department in Boise High School. And yeah, you don't think have of to the be commute. Specific. Just a good something yeah. department. Yeah, something, right. and don't, then they don't be should specific. be more specific if you don't go in Idaho. Yeah, and I come back every day. That's the thing. It would be I'd fly back every day after school and it would yeah. be expensive and I have to get up. I mean, it wouldn't have been the right. Yeah. Wouldn't have been right for them is what I'm saying. No, 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 no. And 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 uh, uh, but probably here's how you would have been different. If you had gone to Boise High instead of Brooklyn, whatever, you know, Abraham High School, yeah, high school. You would be this outdoorsy guy who wore a, a, a puffy vests all the time. Yeah, and a flannel shirt and, and the flannel whole... shirts and, yeah, and, and yeah. boots, uh, you know, and 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 you know you know how to fire a shotgun. And, oh, I love. And, 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 but fishing—that would be your thing. You, yeah, you wow. Would be, 
Wow. Well, and I turned out to be waiters in the in the uh, yeah. You know, and I turned out to be actually totally the opposite. So, uh, but I I'm gonna make I'm gonna get the best of both worlds. We always say, and we, as we said earlier, why is it only the best of both worlds? There could be twelve or fourteen worlds. But yeah, uh, I want to visit Boise. Yeah, there's a lot of worlds out there, and you can yeah. still get the best of. You know, at least twelve out of the fourteen, if not yeah, all. 14. I, I, I will go with that. It's the best of twelve worlds. I yeah. like that expression. It's, yeah, it's it's still the same number of syllables, but it's a bigger deal. Yeah, it's yeah. Two worlds is worlds. limiting. Who said? Who's to say it's two worlds? Very limiting. Yeah, well, you got both worlds in there. Well, I know I've got twelve. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, no, that's an improvement, Scotty. Yeah, that's yeah, a, but that's Tommy, a big I, uh, improvement. It is. But to wrap up, to recap, though, I mean, this really is no. And, and my excitement and our listeners know it's all everything we say is genuine and from the heart and not uh, rehearsed. So I genuinely wish I could get on some motorized vehicle and, and be in Boise. And I will uh, at some point. And it's exciting because most people. No, you'd love it, Scott. Oh, and I know it. You would but love it. People, it, it. And it's just and it's all these it's almost has that Santa Barbara vibe in, oh, in that wow. it's all these healthy young young women were happy and they're and, and they're and there's and they're, everyone feels safe it's a safe kind of oh vibe yeah here. yeah it really is and it's a and again this is a power we all have you didn't have to fill out some forms and apply to a stern board of people these men you going, go i don't think here. you qualify to go to boise no you took the initiative and said i'm going to connect Reconnect with family, friends. Uh, yeah, and no, I'm going to go Boise there. didn't send me an invitation. No, really. no invitation. No engraved no, invitation. No, there's no special certificate. Or no, anything. I just, he, I just said, you know what, Boise, I'm coming to you. You don't have to. Don't even say anything. I'm coming to you. Yeah, yeah. You didn't even have to wait for a response because you don't need no. a response. No, and, I know what the Tommy, response would be. No, stay yeah. away. You're no, and you've gotten your response boo. so far. Walking the streets of downtown yeah. and getting the glances and smiles that's the response people They're are nice people are friendly yeah. here scotty that's yeah well true. we're gonna go th- i'm gonna go there tommy and i and I, i'm glad you're gonna be there for another uh, couple of days and yeah I, and now now i have to turn my attention to finding a lawyer for my uh, uh to uh, uh for my oh. ticket that i got in washington for speeding wow how am i gonna do that we'll find if you really out. do need a lawyer i think you should get too bad that late f lee bailey isn't alive one of those great I know uh, that's what I. Roy Cohn, where's your Roy Cohn? Roy Cohn would be the, terrible as he my was. Roy Cohn right now could just yeah. fix this ticket, uh, and no problem. And oh, he'd be snarling and get, you know, he'd be threatening them oh. right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, but but uh, some would call I, that overkill. But uh, you know, yeah. sometimes you need a, a gun. <laughs> but no, hopefully that goes smoothly, Tommy. And well, again, we'll thank you for regaling us with tales from Boise, which I can yes, see that is a new book uh, also. Oh, uh, Tales from Boise. I mean, I'm telling you, Scotty, I, I do this really. Ultimately, it's for the podcast. Uh, everything I, I do is for the podcast. And well, we all appreciate it. I, I feel like this is, you know, the, the, uh, uh, if, if I can give my podcast listeners one thing, it is an audio glimpse of my special time in Boise. Well, you've done that uh, tenfold or even a, a thousandfold, and you'll continue it uh, uh, again. And Tommy, I thank you for sharing this. And for now, uh, I remain sincerely your Scott Blakeman. I'm always going to be Tom Saunders, and we're getting through this. I'm Scott Blakeman, getting through this in Indian Wells, California. And I'm Tom Saunders. After my first full day in Boise, Idaho, well, I've been hanging out with my brother John and his wife. They used to live in San Jose, California, but they visited Boise one day 
and decided to move here and now have a house in a nearby suburb, I could only wonder what it was that made him take such a drastic sudden action as to move from San Jose, California to Boise, Idaho after just visiting and in one day buying a house. Last night, Scotty, I got it. I got why my brother John fell in love with Boise, Idaho. And Scotty, it's the street life. There are streets with no cars, just beautiful brick sidewalks and nothing but outdoor restaurants as far as the eye can see, filled with happy eaters. Bars are open to the street. Far more people are in the street at night, evening, walking around Boise than in the much bigger city of Seattle, Scotty. Happy people, maskless people. And there's an alley where they've turned into a wonderland of art. Scotty, I pray my words will do all this justice. Well, your words doing more than justice, if that's even possible. Uh, maybe that can make up for the times that justice is not done. You've gone beyond, <laughs> Tommy. And truly, your breathtaking report of life in Boise leaves me breathless, literally, and kind of figuratively, too, if it's possible to be both. And your account is uh, so compelling, I just started Googling Indian Wells to Boise train fares, but discovered, alas, no such mode of travel exists between these two cities. But I would like to go on record to declare my travels will someday soon take me to Boise, and I will have you to thank, Tommy. Wow, Scotty. <laughs> that's that's a pretty big honor that to think that I actually had something to do with with another person's decision to go to Boise, Idaho. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, though, uh, the weather has been perfect and it isn't always my brother. Why my brother's wife, Karen, says that Boise is windy and she doesn't like that. But as far as the quality of life in other respects, Boise is sort of like time travel. Scotty, imagine once New York, now a city of 10 million people, once New York was a fresh new town of 200,000 to, to 200,000 people full of hope and happy to take on an unlimited future. Once Seattle only had 200,000 people and surely it too was clean, healthy and safe. But but no more. Seattle was sullen when I got there and very few people were on the sidewalk and sometimes there was nobody for blocks. But here in Boise, Boise sometimes seems like a perpetual block party, Scotty. Well, Tommy, you really are talking of the city of the future that is here now and the beauty of Boise. And by the way, who would ever funk it, as they say, with two sophisticated people like you and I be raving about Boise? It almost sounds like a 20 years ago, a punchline, much in the manner of Peoria, which, you know, like, oh, yeah, where are you going to Boise? And yet it is a place that I aspire to. Yes. Not mocking any no. sense of the word. No, 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 no. No, you must aspire to it. Now, it, the, the key here is that it's a kind of a fresh new place. You know, and, and there's not too much traffic, but there's a big state capitol. And what I love about it is that there's, there's all the, and by the way, I always love state capitol buildings. They're always impressive to me. I, I, as a kid, I would always be so excited to see a state capitol dome. Yeah. And, and some are better than others if you go on, online. Uh, and this is, uh, 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 there's- They, they all have they domes of, though, don't they? They don't all have, uh, like sometimes they're just skyscrapers like in, uh, in um, Nebraska. You know, yeah, they, see, I think we should, just going to go on record and saying, I think all state capitals should have the dome. And if they don't, they have to reapply for statehood. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking if they don't have a dome, are, are there state laws? Do they even um, 
ha- hold any sway. I, I think you've just hit on it, Tommy. I mean, surely they legislate as if they do have some power, but I think maybe you and I need to visit some of these. So hopefully they're red states and we could reverse the horrible uh, the laws they've been enacting, telling them you have no power. You don't have a dome. No power. And, and, and there are several states that are domeless. And, yeah. and these are the states that, um, you know, I mean, you could call them states of shame. But I, I, the people there, they don't know that they live in domeless states often. And, and they, they have no they, they just think they live in Hawaii, for example. I don't think Hawaii yeah. has, a, has a dome capital. And definitely, as I say, and I uh, 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 neither does Nebraska, I don't think. Yeah. And Boise is not, as you say, the capital, which is. Uh, no, Boise is, I believe, the capital. Oh, it is the capital, because frankly, I would I can't even think but of it, another town in Idaho except Coeur d'Alene, which yeah. is more of a residential that's uh, right. It's enclave. more, yeah, vacation spot. Yeah. But no, this is the state capitol, and you could, I can walk to the state capitol building. Very impressive. I mean, it's just, it's the only building where you can afford to have a dome. Like, like you, you know, when you, <laughs> once you put a dome on it, uh, on a building, you're never going to be able to to add more more uh, floor space. Not no, and also, oh, forget about utilities. Oh my you, god! You try to heat and cool and, and have a, a dome. dome. You know, it used to be very popular, but if, like, for example, I'm in a gorgeous community now here in California, and uh, no domed homes. Even <laughs> as beautiful as it is, the magnificent these homes are, none are domed because they're it's just it's too uh, prohibitive. To they're, yeah, but they're very, very impressive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then some uh, religion. The greatest dome home of all yeah. is the Taj Mahal. And yes, that probably is, uh, doesn't Bob Hope have a dome thing in Toluca Lake? Or, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I, he might. The Taj Mahal, yeah. though, what, it, is the ultimate in domed dwelling, yeah. but it is, as you say, impossible to heat. So the guy had to turn it into a tourist attraction. <laughs> and, thank, yeah. and a lot of people come now, so yeah. he, he ironically yeah. can pay his bills. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of but uh, homeowners. You know, we, without realizing, give tips for homeowners. Uh, and, and to those who do have a domed house, because at one time it was considered de rigueur, you know, very popular. And then now they pay the price literally. But Tommy, Boise. And again, I really did feel like I just have to go there. And you say there are young people in outdoor bars. Now, I must say, Tommy, a few months ago, the Tom Saunders of last year of 2020 might have feared that and said, who are these uh, people now partying and maskless? But now we're in a different time where yeah, we different praise time. it and exult in it. You actually feel like you are going back in time in a way because it it almost does feel like a time you know when America was new and fresh and people there's a lot of smiling and friendly people always you know wanting to talk although they really don't like people from California or Washington State oh, or Oregon moving in here. Oh well, that they, I they, yeah, that I understand. I mean because it's there. Yeah, you know they wanted to go way over the two hundred thousand mark. Uh, and actually, it does seem limited. Uh, I mean, also, it does seem like uh, development is limited in a way from what you tell me. It seems uh, you don't have giant blocks of high rises. and, and No, you that. don't. And, well, they only have 200,000 people. I mean, that's right. that you, you just have those sort of those mid rises, like maybe a 10 or 12 story building will really stick out in a town like this. And, and, yeah. But it has a little bit of a skyline and and it's got mountains around it and and, and it's got a, a, a very a, a fairly decent collection of old buildings mixed in with new architecture. So it's fun. It's fun to walk around and spot some old stuff. And but you just get the sense of cleanness and safeness that yeah, yeah. It and, feels and, and like from another era. And it's natural time. and the health and I'm sure the air is fresh. Oh, 
Everybody and... drives all wheel drive SUVs because they go out into the into the natural country, and which I did with my brother John. Now, did I tell you about that? My uh... you mentioned your kayak trip, which uh, and I regaled I... our listeners on an earlier episode where I was on a first date in Manhattan yes. and went into the Hudson. Well, I didn't go into the Hudson River, but the kayak was in the Hudson River. And I just thought, oh, this would be a nice, relaxed thing. Look at Bonnie. We were in separate kayaks. I looked up. She was already at the George Washington Bridge, almost miles away. It turned out later, without telling me, she was a champion kayaker from Colorado. I, on the other hand, went backwards towards the pier while everybody else well, was Well, Scotty, forward. We, we cherish this story because it, yes. it is the, the ultimate in ba- a, a bad date story. Yes. And, and, and fortunately, in this case, this wasn't a date. It was just my brother and me. Yeah. And, and you're and, sharing a kayak. And we were sharing a kayak. Now, right. once you sh- that's what you should have done is shared yeah. a kayak, the individual kayaking. Uh, that's uh, what did me under. I should have said, where's our kayak? Yes. She would have done her champion kayaking. I would have, you know, just looked, you know, just sat there politely and we would have been great instead and you I, might be in fact she might be on the other end uh, on the other line to this day you know and you're married and you're probably the whole thing we'd be joking about it Boy, yeah, good thing i didn't get my it, own, but, but yeah i was a good thing i didn't get my own good thing i didn't get my own kayak we wouldn't have been married and yet we were so but i'm gonna just say right now i don't think we would have been right for each other i don't think, I think so. it was a, that was a good thing i don't think so and i'll tell you why i don't think yeah. anybody who uh, you know, it, she was a, 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 a champion kayaker. She says, let's go on a kayaking date in the Hudson River of all yeah. places. And and uh, and she kayak and, and, and doesn't tell you, oh, by the way, I'm going to out row you and make you feel ridiculous. <laughs> and, and, right. And, now, that should have been a little doesn't have to be a big speech. It could have been an aside going, this is me fun. Yeah, let me just a quick heads up. I'm, a, I'm one of the top kayakers in the world. And you're probably not. But don't let that. I'm not going to judge you any less. Instead, she did, didn't did say it and did judge me. And did judge you. And she yeah. did not. There was no second date. It's no second date. Talk. And I knew it. I didn't even have to be told. And also, I had spent so much time picking out an outfit for the kayak and what you're supposed to wear. And But again, it was a cautionary What did tale. you wear? I, well, I, think I, 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 don't, I think I bought special waterproof clothing. <laughs> and I, I mean, I went down a list. That means you, you say, oh, I from a life of being with someone I shouldn't have been. No, absolutely. Uh, a, a, absolutely true. Whereas uh, in my case, just yesterday, yes. I kayaked. Uh, for a lot of it, was, in, a, in a sense, there was some element of what you're talking about, because my brother, John, does this. He he. First of all, he works out. He lifts weights. Big. Well, he was weights. a. Uh, he so, was a paratrooper. Paratrooper. Man, a this guy. Vietnam yeah. veteran. Yeah. He he he's he lifts weight. He gets up. He does, he's in excellent shape. He a massive weight. He puts on this vest, this weighted vest. I I even trying to put it on myself, I almost strangled myself. Yeah. It's it, it, it's a weighted. Imagine a vest filled with weights, Scotty. Well, I can't uh, 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 even to me a vest with a vest without weights feels like it has weights. <laughs> so imagine one with actual weights. This is but, a vest vest yeah. that actually, if you put it on wrong, it can strangle you because it it, yeah. it tugs back against your neck, the weight in the back. It's, yeah, it, no, that's true, Tommy. And, and, uh, and, uh, and so you're there directly from Boise, and and it's amazing. Uh, oops, the, our transmission. Can you hear me still, Tommy? Uh, uh, oh yeah, yes. Yeah, so there's a little break up there because this is live podcasting, 
Uh, we're not in a studio. And uh, are you, uh, Scotty? Can you hear me now? I can hear you perfectly. Yes. Okay. Did you hear my uh, my uh, comment about my brother wearing a a vest? Oh with yes, lady? that I covered it totally. And, and it's uh, now also he has quite a background. So did he pretty much steer or do whatever you have to do to make the kayak move? Uh, or yes. Yes. To- now let's let's not get the, our our listeners confused. When he when I put on that vest of weights, I didn't I didn't I didn't then get in a kayak. That would have been the opposite, the worst thing to do. The vest of weights is something that he wears in his gym uh, while he's doing this stair climbing episode. Oh, uh, so uh, glad exercise. you pointed that out because you know a lot of times we get you know kayakers or other active uh, you know yeah. and they listen to us take yes. notes and they're right. Some of them may now, and I hope it's not true, running off to the lake going, oh, the best way to do kayaking now is with weighted vests. So. <laughs> We're calling them back. All those who are rushing no. to kayak, wait a minute. That's not what you should do. No, in fact, what I had to wear and what, what my brother wore on the kayak was a life vest, which is ah. exactly the opposite. It's a vest that's lightweight and can float. But a weighted vest that you wear for exercise purposes in your gym, if, if you, by mistake, uh, 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 wear it in a kayak, a, the kayak itself could sink, but if you fall over, you'll go right to the oh, bottom. So it's really it's the opposite. Exactly the wrong thing. Scotty, it's, we it's hit the polar on opposite. Yeah. yeah. We hit on something so amazing. And we're not yeah. outdoorsmen, but what no. we are doing is invaluable for people who are outdoors people. Oh, exactly. We should be on the cover of Field and Stream, and I'm sure we will. I'm uh, sure not, we will. Not be. guns and ammo, though. I no, can. no, we don't want, and we eschew that. And if they ask us to appear on guns and ammo, we will request no, or we would be wearing masks at the time but, <laughs> right and but, or we get but, to, we make a gun control statement that'll yes. be our the, uh, demand but field and stream yeah. definitely because we just saved a bunch of lives uh, any pod, any podcast listener right now who had any thoughts of wearing a weighted vest uh, 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 that you're uh, by the way those things are really massively heavy and difficult as i say to put on and to take off yeah yeah i, I mean I, I i i'm not kidding and you put this on, it is the worst item of clothing. And Scotty, you are a, a clothing expert. I, I would consider you one of, the, one of the four or five most knowledgeable people about clothing. <laughs> uh, uh, and Always uh, learning. Uh, you never stop learning. That's you never I, stop learning. Yeah. Uh, 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 wouldn't you say, wouldn't you agree with me that uh, yeah, uh, while it may look fashionable, you may feel cool in your weighted vest? Well, when you step into that kayak, you're going to you're going to wish you had worn a, a normal puffy life saving vest. Oh exactly, exactly. It's the polar opposite. But you know Tommy, sadly we do have some type A people, multitaskers and it's like, yeah, well, I like to kind of work on my abs and my something and then as I'm kayaking, let me wear the weighted vest. No, and lifting weights while lifting they kayak. Weight, yeah, it's not enough just to kayak to those people. No, we can't emphasize enough and please if you have and look, some people will carry as your brother does uh, a weighted vest and a life-saving vest. So I would suggest mark them, maybe get different colors, keep them in different areas because you, you're running out of the house, you grab it. You don't want to grab the wrong one. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, one good thing about that particular problem is that if you lift up, uh, if you are running out of the house, you need to grab your, your uh, <laughs> life vest and instead you grab the weighted vest, you'll know it. Exactly. You, yes. you will you will feel a difference, and and this is important to the, uh, for the, the neophytes who are thinking of going out into the great outdoors but don't know anything about it. Um, you will feel 
when you pick up a, a, a life-preserving vest or any kind of life preserver, they tend to be lightweight, but a leaded weight vest, you can tell because it tugs at your fingers. Oh, and it's a constrained muscles. And by the way, I see WPA style poster for it. Feel the difference. Yes. Know which vest to take when <laughs> kayaking. And, you know, you'll see the kayak and that giant face and the weights. And, uh, you know, I think that's the key. Because uh, I would think we just need all WPA posters for everything. Yeah, uh, I, I think this is, in a way, our podcast is an audio WPA poster. Yes. It's, it, uh, um, that's what I'm getting from well, it. Well, it's stylish. It's helpful. Yes. And all and, of those and things. WPA people just uh, a thousand not years from now know what that is. But some of the people now today might not know that yes. WPA is work. What was it? Work something. Uh, work. Something. Work. And now I'm blanking on it. From, the work from progress program. Or? Anyway, it was a, a depression era yeah. uh, FDR inspired program of getting people back to work during the depression. And they would have all these uplifting posters. And Scotty and I, I think you and I both ha uh, are drawn to the, to the positive message of these WPA posters of, of optimism and don't wear a leaded sweater, <laughs> wear uh, 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 a leaded uh, vest. Yes. Uh, thank you, vest. Yeah, yeah, and, and clean teeth and just, you know, and, and everything, it's, it's, and it's not- you know, do it's, have it's, clean teeth. Yeah, it's very helpful, all these things. I think they hope it comes back. Well, actually, I think in, I did see in New York City, they were thinking of having sort of a job core like that and artists and all that. But but tell me again, so you kayak, so that's incredible. And it, I think it's a beautiful story, a, a Hallmark movie you just sketched out, you and your brother reconnecting. And Oh, it was very, Scotty, yeah. it was emotional because yeah. I, there was a lot of things I wanted to talk about that were... Uh, that um, were of a personal nature. And, and we yep. also gossiped about family members as well. And it really was that sort of connecting river runs through it kind of a family, uh, um, you know, uh, bonding time. And, yeah. and, and we need that. I need it right now. I am so in need of that sort of well, reaching and, out and yeah. making contact. I called the cousin I've never called. I'm going to see him tomorrow. And that's incredible, cousin. Tommy. And I mean, that's important anytime, especially after this last 14 months to be doing this. It's the yes. polar opposite of what you went through for 14 months of being alone in your home. Alone, and, Scotty, yeah. alone yeah. for 14 Well, of course, months. with your wonderful cat, Oliver. Cat we'll Oliver, yes. only Oliver, who now must be wondering where I am. But, yes. Yes, but he, you know what, I think for those, because we want to get our cat lovers to get sad, I think part of Oliver being a cat is going, why aren't you here right now? And I demand it. But part of him is going, yes, my human deserves to be connecting with family. We, we like to think that, but Oliver's yeah. selfish and he probably isn't thinking that. <laughs> and bites you that, on occasion. I, I think yeah. that right now, uh, sh uh, no, he, he's got somebody, to, he's got, my, my wife is taking care of Oliver. And, oh, good. But, but, and, I, and, and, and but apparently though, he's really missing yeah. me and I, I'm yeah, glad Yeah, of course. That. I, and your, your wife is wonderful. She is. She does not oh, she speak to Oliver the same way you do. Uh, no, not the same, it? not as no. good. I got really close to Oliver in a way that I don't think, and I know how to talk to her. And well, that's the thing we Oliver, talked about that. Yes, you know, cat speak. Oliver taught you one of the, if recap again, the, the couple of the major things you say, one, uh, don't interrupt the cat ever. Never. And let them start the conversation. Let them start the conversation and repeat what they say. They love that. Uh, repeat it as much as you can, and then they start to be creative and give you more, like, 
you know, and they want you to repeat it. <laughs> yeah, instead and of you what, find yourself talking to them. Yeah, yeah. Instead you, of what I might do, or maybe your wife might tend to was like, oh, look, oh, that'd be so cute. Yo, oh, you. Then they don't have to get a word in edgewise. They, so that's, they cannot get a word yeah. in edgewise, and that's yeah. what Cece does. I can't, I can't con- uh, educate her to not be that. It's almost like this sort of basic human response. Oh, what did you do? And the cat's going, <laughs> and you're, and, and and she just talks right over him. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yeah, it'd be as if humans were asking like questions, going, "How do I get to the uh, stadium?" And you just kept going, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> and then I'm not. I'd like to just know how do I get there. So yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like right. Imagine you're a tourist, and 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 the person you ask for directions thinks you're so cute. <laughs> that all they can do is tell you how cute you are and you just want direction. Scotty, that's a brilliant, brilliant analogy. Well, I think we'll work that into one of our books and, 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 and other things. And, but Tommy is exciting. So uh, now, is, now Idaho is, uh, again, I hate even bring this up, but uh, I guess it's sort of a, considered a red state or whatever, but you felt this just, everyone was welcoming and happy. Yeah. And- but here's the thing about it. Yeah. I, do, I, I do think that Idahoans do not want me to move to uh, Boise, particularly in general, if you California. told them and said, yeah. do, do you want Tom Saunders uh, uh, to move from, and get, 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 from California? They would say, no, no, no. And uh, maybe one oddball or maybe one of my relatives might say yes. Well, you would hope you get the family vote. Yeah, I hope the family would, you know, because yeah. I've got a number of. Number but I could see votes. that, Tommy, in the movie, at the end, you lose by one vote. <laughs> and you go, well, at least I, you know, and you get together the family. Uh, well, at least I got everyone in my family to vote for me. And you pan the room and you look over at one of them. And one of them. And all you have away. to know is that. Kind who of is it? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. By one so, vote. Oh, what a drama. So. Well, I mean, we can thank, be thankful that people cannot vote on whether or not you get to move into a city. But uh, <laughs> at the same time, I'm sure Boise wishes they could vote. And you're right. That would be the scenario, the dramatic scenario where I'm betrayed by one of my own family members. They vote against my ability to come into the city. Scotty, a brilliant, brilliant Boise movie. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm trying to live in Boise, something like that. Maybe call it yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it could be a 40s thing, you know, let me live in Boise. Let me uh, live in Boise. <laughs> you know, and uh, a stirring tale. And uh, yes, yeah. coming soon. Let me, let uh, me gay romp. Boise. Let me live One in Boise. One man's effort to, to, to make, the, for, to let Boise, let him move in from yeah. California, you know, just boldly, you know, and eventually, you know, after all the brickbats are thrown. By the way, what is a brickbat? Um, yeah, I, I, that's one of those I have no idea. And, and that I have to say, I've never used that expression because I don't have <laughs> any idea what it is. the first time I ever used it. Yeah. Brickbats. Heard of it. And Tommy, I also, know. this is a familiar theme of ours, movie theme. There's, of course, the one about the, losing my one vote and your family was the one vote. Or they don't want you and you stand up on a little pedestal somewhere in, on Main Street in Boise <laughs> and you speak. Can I have your attention, please? I'm looking at you. I want to, why do we want to hear a guy from California? You know, and then yeah. I thought he was him. gone. Didn't we? Didn't we get? Didn't we uh, kick him out of town? Yeah. What's he doing here? Yeah. And then there's one woman going. I don't. Well, let him speak. It's the only fair way. And all right. <laughs> she's you know, not, not really to, happy about it. But no. She just but she's a fair. Say. You know, she's a, yeah. a librarian. Uh, and then you start, and they're not really buying it. But then you somehow catch on and going. I'm maybe I don't know. Didn't Boise just start with one person? And they go, hmm. And then they settle down. And I'm that one person. And then, Tommy, the one clap. And then wow. that goes to two to three. And then the whole crowd. And, and you're welcome crowd. to Boise. And they realize, yeah, welcome to Boise. And then they say, 
but he's the last Californian, and after him, no <laughs> That's more. That's it. We're closing the door. We're yeah. closing it down. It's an allegory. It's <laughs> you know, and Rod Sterling would have had a field day. Oh my gosh! Movie. Well, it is kind of this this sort of otherworldly place where, by the way, there's no weed; it's not legal. Oh. and a lot of the um, uh, like, there's some western counties. I just heard found out about this in Oregon that want to break off from Oregon. This oh, yes, I read that. Rural rural Oregon wants to secede from the other and, part. And, and join Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> they, and, and, uh, and, and, you know, Idaho is, it's, it's a whole alternate universe here. It's, you know, just, uh, but, but uh, uh, you know, where, where there's no, it's, it, it is more conservative. Uh, but well, Boise's probably a Boise faster is much maybe more. Of, yeah, it's yeah. Much, it's very like I just heard. There's a lot of sophisticated people in Boise, according yeah. to Karen, my brother's wife, who lives here, and she's not totally sold on Boise. I can tell. She she always, you know, couches her. You know, she doesn't like the wind. I guess she yeah. she, she she prefers more more left wing politics. This Boise's not as lefty at right. all. As, but I look uh, at it, look at everything else. As I think there was just a comedy festival in Boise last week. Someone posted on Facebook. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think that uh, it would be nice to get past even the politics. It just sounds like they're wondering. And you know, that's like there's many I brewery. like about it. Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah. I, I don't get the sense of a very political place. I think that's no. the thing. It's not yeah. that it's that it's, you know, some sort of redneck paradise at all. Although no, no, is- no. And they're not waving flags and everything it's just no, no, no. nice people it's, having a just good time living life and it's just this and it's very and actually it does have a feeling of a progressive city and the and and the and that's because of these this great artwork alley and these all these great these truly inviting places to eat uh, and drink and that are outside so that that's what makes a city feel welcoming. Oh, absolutely. And it makes a f- city feel progressive. I, I imagine they have a great happy hour. And I say that not just for drinks, but I remember when I was in Oregon, they just go beyond just the uh, happy hour drink prices, but food prices are lower. And I think that's this extra step that makes you feel even happier. Yeah, you're so right, Scotty. I, I, I think they really take the happy hour very seriously here. And, and, uh, but in general, I, I, I got to say, I'm I'm uh, I find it thrilling, even though kayaking is not my it's you know, I'm just the, the problem with kayaking is just lifting the kayak uh, uh, up and putting it on to, you know, you carry the kayak around the roof on the roof of your car. Scotty, oh, that's if you've yeah. ever now, you know, you're not you're not big on driving, as you no. say, but imagine affixing a boat to a roof of a car to make sure that it doesn't fall off while you're driving. Have, have you ever would, done could that? Never, would never do it because even I would never know that I did it correctly <laughs> no. and I just wouldn't leave. You never? Yeah, because I just, how do you know? It's not like it clicks in. Okay, you know, like an alarm goes off. Totally in. It's perfect. No, it's like, I, yeah, I think it's all right. But yeah, no, yeah, the fear of flying I, off. And, and, and did you tie that night, you know, that, that knot right? And did you winch it? And, and, and I mean, it, it, the, most of the time is spent kayaking, is spent putting the kayak up on the roof of the car and, and, and securing it. And there's this whole system, this, this levered system of, and it's heavy and you push mm. it up and you tie it. And then, 
and 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 fix these other straps to it once you manage to get it up and it you really have to push i've never wor- used my muscles more than than in boise idaho and yeah. then you drive it and then once you get to the lake you take it down and undo all those knots and and undo all those straps and and then carry it down to the to the shore and then find ah oh, this is a little bit too high let's go over to this other dock Scotty, this thing is heavy. You're carrying a yeah, boat. And then and you haven't even started your ride. Your trip you haven't yet. And even then, started. And then what you put in the water, it's not easy to do the paddling and then steering. No, and, no, no. no. You're, you're pad- and, and honestly, uh, my brother did the paddling and the steering. And so it was, a, it, it, uh, and I did paddling too, but he just said, you know, you'll paddle when you want to. And, and we're able to talk and we were kind of the only people in the, in the lake and it was a big lake and it was absolutely beautiful. Mm. And, and uh, you know, I think really I would just... say the kayak is probably the easiest of the ship vessels. I mean, a canoe is on your knees, very difficult. Yeah. Rowboats, I find, it I tips can never over. figure Canoes it out. Tip. It's it's too giant. The oars, a kayak. If you're going to pick one, it seems yep. the easiest, but it's not easy, as you say. No, it's not, and it isn't. And 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 of course, they say you can roll over in the kayak and roll right. back up. You can't yeah. sink, but. Um... All your, 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 everything falls out of your pockets. You know, I had no, I, I was just wearing normal street clothes too. I was like, what am I doing with shoes and socks? And, and, but you know what? I didn't get wet. It was, well, it, yeah. it, 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 it was a miracle, but getting also getting into the kayak once you're, yeah. once it's in the water and making sure you don't fall over. In the oh water, yeah. So many like getting out of a ski uh, lift. It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's diabolically difficult. Perilous. So many things that could go wrong and balancing it. And, you know, you're in. And but tell me this now. This is also, by the way, on your hectic trip. We're uh, into day. Uh, well, you left May twenty second, but you do have like uh, four nights, I believe. Is it three or four nights? And uh, there, there until uh, for a couple more days. So does it yeah. feel good to kind of, you know, chill as they say and yeah. kick back and uh, mm-hmm. get off the road for a while? Well, I, I gotta say, it really does feel like, uh, yeah, it, it is kind of nice to just sort of kick back and 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 you know visit visit family and, and friends and then yeah, and your with graduated this. niece have you been able to uh, agree i haven't seen her at all well um, she's in the yet. throes of all this wonderful high school uh, uh celebrations and i'm sure graduation but i'm sure you and she graduated from boise high school is that what it's called i guess so i love that i mean i, I look i went to abraham lincoln high school i'm thankful for that in brooklyn but my second choice would have been boise high school <laughs> I mean, it's not wouldn't be convenient to Brooklyn. No, but no. I, and, and your parents probably were like, "Oh, are you sure you don't want Brooklyn?" Uh, you know, it's, it's so much close. You could take one city bus in ten <laughs> minutes. I know. No. I like. Uh, I hear they have a very good uh, something department in Boise High School. And yeah, you don't think have of to the commute. Just a good something yeah. department. Yeah, something, right. and don't, then they we be should specific. be more specific if you're don't going to Idaho. Yeah, because and I come back every day. That's the thing. It would be I'd fly back every day after school and it would yeah. be expensive and I have to get up. I mean, it wouldn't have been the right. Yeah. Wouldn't have been right for them is what I'm saying. No, 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 no. And 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 uh, uh, but probably here's how you would have been different. If you had gone to Boise High a, instead of Brooklyn, whatever, you know, Abraham High School, yeah, high school. You would be this outdoorsy guy who wore a, a, a puffy vests all the time. Yeah, and a flannel shirt and, and the flannel whole... shirts and, yeah, and, and yeah. boots, uh, you know, and 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 you know you know how to fire a shotgun and oh, I've uh, and, 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 but fishing that would be your thing. You yeah, really, wow, 
Wow. Well, and I you turned be out there to with be waiters in the in the uh, yeah. You know, and but I turned out to be actually totally the opposite. So, uh, but I I'm gonna make I'm gonna get the best of both worlds. We were saying as we said earlier, why is it only the best of both worlds? There could be twelve or fourteen worlds. But yeah, uh, I want to visit Boise. Yeah, there's a lot of worlds out there, and you can yeah. still get the best of you know, at least 12 out of the 14, if not yeah, all 14. I, I, I will go with that. It's the best of 12 worlds. I yeah. like that expression. It's, yeah. It's, it's still the same number of syllables, but it's a bigger deal. Yeah, like yeah. And two worlds is worlds. limiting. Who's, who's to Very say there's two worlds? Very limiting. Yeah. Well, you got both worlds in there. Well, I know, I've got 12. Yeah. So yeah. uh, No, that's an improvement, Scotty. Yeah, that's yeah. A, but that's Tommy, a big I, uh, improvement. It is. But to wrap up, to recap, though, I mean, this really is no. And, and my excitement and our listeners know it's all everything we say is genuine and from the heart and not uh, rehearsed. So I genuinely wish I could get on some motorized vehicle and, and be in Boise. And I will uh, at some point. And it's exciting because most people. No, you'd love it, Scott. Oh, it, I know it. You would love it. People, it, it. And it's just and it's all these. It's almost has that Santa Barbara vibe in, oh, in that wow. it's all these healthy young young women were happy and they're and, and they're and there's and they're, everyone feels safe it's a safe kind of oh vibe yeah here. it really is and it's a and again this is a power we all have you didn't have to fill out some forms and apply to a stern board of people these, these men you going i don't go think here. you qualify to go to boise no you took the initiative and said i'm going to connect reconnect with family friends uh, yeah and no, i'm going to go boise there. didn't send me an invitation no really. no invitation no engraved no, invitation no there's no special certificate or no anything. i just he, i just said you know what boise i'm coming to you you don't have to don't even say anything i'm coming to you yeah yeah you didn't have to wait for a response because you don't need no. a response no and i know what the Tommy, response would be no stay yeah. away You're no and you've gotten your response boo. so far walking the streets of downtown yeah. and getting the glances and smiles that's the response people are nice people are friendly here scotty yeah well we're gonna go i'm gonna go there tommy and i and i'm glad you're gonna be there for another uh, couple of days yeah and now now i have to turn my attention to finding a lawyer for my uh uh, to uh uh, for my ticket that i got in washington for speeding wow how am i gonna do that we'll find out you really do need a lawyer i think you should get too bad that late f lee bailey isn't alive one of those great I know uh, that's what I. Well, Roy Cohn. Where's your Roy Cohn? That's Roy the, Cohn would be terrible as he my was. Roy Cohn right now could just yeah. fix this ticket uh, and no problem. And oh, he'd be snarling and get, he'd you know sp- he'd be uh, threatening them oh. right now. <laughs> uh, uh, but but uh, someone call that overkill. But uh, you know yeah. sometimes you need a, a, a. But no, hopefully that goes smoothly, Tommy. And well, again, we'll thank you for regaling us with tales from Boise, which I can yes, see that is a new book uh, also. Oh, my tales from boys. I mean, I'm telling you, Scotty, I, I do this really. Ultimately, it's for the podcast. Uh, everything I, I do is for the podcast. And well, we all appreciate it. I, I feel like this is, you know, the, the, uh, uh, if, if I can give my podcast listeners one thing, it is an audio glimpse of my special time in Boise. Well, you've done that uh, tenfold or even a, a thousandfold, and you'll continue it uh, uh, again. And Tommy, I thank you for sharing this. And for now, uh, I remain sincerely your Scott Blakeman. I'm always going to be Tom Saunders, and we're getting through this. <laughs>